Hey, sis, and welcome back to this new episode of Her Renewed Mind. I'm so glad you're here. I have a beautiful, beautiful time with a dear sister, Mrs. Jonah Joyner Tyler. We met years ago, and I'm grateful that God has kept us connected. Jonah is the head of inclusion and belonging at a tech company, as well as the founder of Drink First Then Pour Wellness Platform and Deline Candles. And she shares all that goodness. And I love it because we have a great conversation about healing, about mental resilience, and taking good care of yourself so that you can pour and be a blessing to others. I know that you're going to get some goodness out of our conversation. So enjoy. Are you constantly distracted and overwhelmed by negative thoughts? and find it difficult to focus on your purpose and goals? Do you yearn for a deeper connection with God and to be obedient to his will, but struggle to hear from him in your everyday busy life? Well, sis, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Her Renewed Mind, where you will be encouraged to develop a deeper relationship with God and feel more mentally focused and connected so that you can enjoy a peaceful life and be a blessing to others. I'm Dr. Candice a daughter of God, mom of an amazing teenager, and a personal and spiritual development coach with a vivid imagination. I remember waking up in the morning with what seemed like a million thoughts running through my head. I finally realized that my mind was a battlefield and the way I was going to win the war in my mind was with the word of God. So if you are ready to be freed from overthinking and negative thoughts and gain mental focus and clarity, connection with God and others, understanding of your purpose, confidence in your calling so that you can be a blessing to others, then this podcast is for you. Grab your water, lace up your shoes, and pop in your AirPods. It's time to go on a beautiful journey. Hey, queen, you have been made for more. And I believe that the Queen Arise course is the space that you need to find out what that more is, and to get that accountability to move forward into all that God has for you. You are his dearly loved and chosen, your royalty. Come on, queen, it's time to arise. The Queen Arise Course 2024 kicks off February 1st. Registration is open now until January 25th. Visit visionspeakconsulting.com. Click on the Book Dr. Candace tab and you'll see all the deets about the course. I am so excited to welcome you into this fellowship, this community of amazing women who are not settling for less than God's best for their life. It's time to eliminate fear and walk forward by faith. I present to you the Queen Arise course. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at visionspeakconsulting.com and check the show notes. You'll see all the details there. I love you, Queen. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Her Renewed Mind. I'm so glad you guys are here and I'm grateful because I have a special, beautiful sister guest. (laughs) I just made that part up. (laughs) But her name is Jonah Joyner Tyler. Ooh, I think that's the first time I've said your your name out loud like that. I probably said it in my head, (laughs) but welcome. Thank you. Thank you, sis. It's good to be here. It's good to be with you. Yes, I feel the same. And yes, this is a podcast episode, but this is also like a catch up. (laughs) 
right. I feel like. So you all who are listening, you really are um, like your ears to the door of me and Jonah's conversation. That's really what's going on. And then we just so happened. I was like, oh, okay, let's post on the podcast. <laughs> so um, again, I'm grateful. And so we're going to jump in. And so I, you know what? I'm going to start because I need to share some context because I love backstories. And so, Jonah, I was actually thinking about this this morning, like, as I was getting ready. I was like, man, when did I meet Jonah? And I feel like it was a movie. You're going to laugh. <laughs> You're about to laugh. Because in my mind, like, because I have a vivid imagination. So I was like, I walked into the church from the back. <laughs> Come on, narration. No, seriously. Like, seriously. I think now if this is wrong, you can correct me, but I really feel like this is what I met you. So in my mind, I was coming to choir rehearsal. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about this. So I was we, Jonah and I, so we were at church together like years ago. Like I'm talking 2004, 2005, 2006-ish. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because I had 20 graduated. years ago, basically. Wait, what'd you say? 20 years ago, basically. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you say it like that, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, 20 <laughs> years ago, y'all. Um, And I was going to choir rehearsal. I was, I love to sing. I was in the choir in college. So it just to me, made sense. Okay, I'm going to join the choir of this new church that I'm at now because I had just joined. And I walk in the back and I see Jonah in the soprano section. And I'm like, she's fly. She's cute. <laughs> I'm like, I need to know her. Aww. Like, no, seriously. And we were soprano sisters and we were in the sorority together at the time. So then I was like, oh yeah, she's my sis for real, for real. Like she sings, she loves Jesus. Like we were connected. Killing the soprano section, okay? Holding it down. <laughs> Back when I could sing soprano, Jonah, I can't I know. I know it's yeah I yeah. can't either anymore yeah, yeah I'm yeah. like I'll be trying and Kyla be like girl I need you to <laughs> it'd be young kids it'd be young kids yeah it, every time um no and I'm this serious <laughs> every single time so anyway that so we just immediately connected and hung out and got to know her family and then come to find out like um, you grew up in Newburgh and I was like, I'm in Newburgh, you know, so that was cool. Um, I think he even went to school with my sister in love, you know, so we just had all these connections. But I think like this morning as I'm processing that, I'm like, well, God, it was you like at the end of the day, like we have these different connection points. But at the center of it all was God, I believe, putting you in my life. And I'm grateful for that, that years later, here we are. So yeah. I just had to share that, y'all. Like, Jonah's, she's so dope. And I'm glad that we're uh -huh. sister friends. Well, you know, your your account sounds accurate to me. Okay. But also, my memory is shot beyond, like, last month. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go. We're going to go with it. Perfect. <laughs> it sounds it sounds accurate. Yeah. It's all good. So y'all, yeah. um, this is going to be a great conversation. I'm glad you guys are, are listening in. So I would love for you, Jonah, Joyner, Tyler, to just share with our listeners who you are. Let's add some more context. <laughs> mm. I am a mom. Um, I am a wife. I am 
a um, a widow. I am a professional. I am a speaker. I am a consultant. I am. I wear many hats. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I'm a candle maker. Um, hey. I do, I do many things. Um, but by day, so by day, I lead inclusion and belonging for a tech company and. I am also the founder of Drink First and Pour, which is a wellness platform. And I'm the owner of Delon Candles um, as well. Yeah. Okay. Sis, how you do all that? Uh, not well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. No, I, um, you know, there are different, there are different seasons of life that for me have birthed different things. And, you know, the, the speaking, the drink first and pour really came about at a time in my life where I felt lost. I felt, um, I was grieving. I was, in a lot of pain. And I realized that, you know, God really showed me that there was a way through. Mm-hmm. If, even though it felt as though the pain was it, right? Like that was the destination. Mm-hmm. And God was trying to show me at that time that it wasn't, it was a, um, it was a stop along the journey. Yeah. And, you know, he really opened my eyes to a lot of things. But the 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 main thing I would say in that season, um, God helped me to realize that everything that I need is already in me. He already put it in me, everything that I needed yeah. in that moment. And that when I, because I had a young daughter at the time, my daughter was one, um, we had just experienced the death of her father after a years long um, health battle. And, you know, he was in many ways, my true North yeah. at the time. Yeah. So losing him in my early thirties, <laughs> you know, losing him in my early thirties, I have a, this toddler, mm-hmm. right. And just trying to understand who I was at that point, who who I was without him. Yeah. He yeah. was such a um a large and magnificent magnificent like part of my life. Yeah. So once he was gone, it mm-hmm. for me, it it left a huge void. Yeah. A huge void. And so trying to understand who I even was as a person you know, showing up without him, let alone who I was as a mom, um, who I was as a, as a friend, who I was as a, you know, professional, except there were so many questions Mm -hmm. that I had at that point. And I was also very much in, because I had been a caregiver, right? I had been a caregiver for him. I, you know, was taking care of my daughter. I was the, uh, central figure in many ways in my family. So just sort of taking care of a lot of different Mm. people and things. 
and not taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. And, and God was showing me that I needed to drink first. I needed to fill my cup first before I could truly pour out or what I was pouring out was not going to be things that were fruitful, right? I was going to be pouring out, um, lack. I was going to be pouring out anger. I was going to be pouring out grief and depression and, um, you know, things that, things that I, I didn't want to, to, yeah. you know, to, to yeah. pour out yeah. for other people, yeah. but that was what was, I was filled with at the time. And I needed to just reevaluate a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and just really kind of just go through the mud just really go through the mud to, to heal from a lot of things, to process a lot of things and to grow. So drink first and pour was really for me. Um, yeah. it, it was, or I thought it was right. I thought it was for me because <laughs> I was like, God, I need this. I need right, to right. You know, yeah. show up differently for my daughter, for myself, mm -hmm. you know, cause I can't be the mother that I need to be if I'm unwell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I can't be the many hyphenate things um, if 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 I was unwell. So so it, yeah. So that really kicked off a season of me of intense um, work, mm -hmm. inner work, mm -hmm. uh, self work, healing work. Um, that that eventually led me to. I remember someone had reached out to me and said, "Hey, would you mind sharing your story?" to our group yeah and you know I was just kind of like my story I don't what's I don't have a story I just have like in my mind I was like I I, I have pain right like I have pain and you you want to you want to hear about my pain right and um and someone said to me she said well you know there's there's such a resilience about you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we would love to hear about that. I think that our um, members would really benefit from that conversation yeah. about resilience. And at the time, I didn't feel resilient. I just felt like I was literally just putting one foot in front of the other every day, right? Like that was all I thought I was doing at that time was just not stopping, yeah. right? I just, I, I was just... I, I knew that I had to keep going. Yeah. And my daughter was really my driving force in that. Like I knew I had to keep going because now I'm her only parent. Right. Yeah. So it was just like one foot in front of the other every day. But she really helped me to understand that, um, that there was purpose in the pain. She helped me to understand that, that there could be, you know, women out there who may be walking a similar journey, yeah. who may have walked a similar journey, may be about to walk a similar journey, and just hearing about the putting one foot in front of the other, right, may have an impact on somebody else. And I I didn't get it then. I didn't get it initially because I was just like, I'm I'm literally that's literally all I'm doing. Like yeah. I'm I'm just yeah. surviving each yeah. day, right? But but I agreed. I, I you know I said, okay, God, if you if you want me to do this, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm gonna say. I you know just right. I'm gonna just show up. 
I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna yeah. do my part and I yeah. need you to the rest. Listen. So so I did, I mean, you know, just incredibly nervous. I by sort of nature, I'm an introvert. I am a um very introspective person. I I had I had never really done public speaking before. It would it 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 literally I would get so anxious about it yeah. that I would talk myself out of it every time. You know, I was always like, you know, I I like the background. Yeah. I like the background. I don't the spotlight is really not for me. I like the background. And that was one of the things that worked with my first husband because everybody loved him. Yeah. Right. Like he was for he, he was he was front runner. <laughs> he, he was the he was the politician. He was yeah, shaking yeah, yeah. hands, kissing babies. Yeah. And, he had that million dollar smile and he was just a people person. So it worked, it worked. So he would do all the things, meet all the people, do all the talking. Mm -hmm. And I would, and I would be comfortable. Yeah. That word. Wait a minute. I was comfortable (laughs) in the background. I was, Yeah. I was comfortable there. Like we would go to work events for me, for my job. Right. And he would be the one talking to all my bosses and and you know but he he was good about it he would include yeah. me in the conversation but I was fine letting him leave I was totally yeah. fine with that. yeah yeah and it was a safe it was a safe space for me yeah. so right so now I'm in this situation where mm-hmm. I'm being asked to take this front runner position wow Woo! okay so anxiety levels on 10 Okay, anxiety levels on 10, but I'm like, God, okay. <laughs> I just I, I just knew that if God told me to do it, that I was just gonna surrender to it. Um it was incredibly uncomfortable. It still is to this day, it still is for me. But he's given me a piece now that surpasses all understanding, yeah. right? He's literally given me, he's given me a piece about it. But um, just to go back for a second. So, so I, I did that first event and people started reaching out to me more. Say, Hey, we, we would love for you to, um, you know, talk to our group and this and that. And I'm like, okay, this might be a thing <laughs> like this. And, and I was, I was starting to feel purpose from it. Right. Yeah. Like I was starting to feel like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Like all the hell that I feel like I've walked through if it can help one person right then I feel like my I came I I did what I what I was sent here to do wow yeah so so that has been the the motivating factor for me with drink first and pour and um you know the the platform kind of ebbs and flows in different ways but um you know, when it came to the candles. So as I was continuing my healing journey, mm-hmm. um, right? Because when I started therapy, I'm a big proponent of therapy. Yes, yes. When I started therapy, I went for grief counseling, right? Because my husband had died mm-hmm. and I was sad, right? That's why I'm here. I'm here yeah. for grief counseling. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, what is a good therapist going to do, right? Honey. Like, they're gonna start unpacking stuff. We peeling back the layers, sis. And she was asking questions about childhood. I was like, wait a minute. Right. Wait a minute. But let me stop you, Tony, because I 
I remember us having conversation through that season and you said that same thing. You're like, I, I didn't come here for the <laughs> now wait a minute. I feel like one time you were in my driveway and then what I think was a blessing to me, you had me looking like, well, Dad, I need to wait a minute. This is blessed to me. You know, like the revelation, the insight you were getting. I was like, well, I need to look at and so thank you, but go ahead. Yeah. You know, <laughs> What I've learned is that the more healing work you do, the more healing work you realize you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, so we start talking about childhood and all these things and we're, she's uncovered, we're uncovering stuff mm -hmm. that I never put to, I never put the dots together. Yeah. Right. Um, right. The, the, the reason why maybe I felt so comfortable in the background the reason, some of the reasons why um, I tend to lean more towards um, anxiety, right? Like anxious, anxious personality, right? Maybe some of the reasons why I keep people at a distance, right? So, so we start, I'm sitting here like, but, but my, I want to talk about the grief though. I want to, I was still very much stuck in, but help me with that. And right. she's like, well, I can't help you with that until we tackle this. And I'm like, it's that root, getting to the root, getting to the the root, <laughs> getting to the root of it. Yes, yes. Woo, honey. So, so yeah. So we dug, we dug up a lot of roots, yeah. and um, you know, so 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 that that started like a new journey yeah. for me, and um, oh, we're going here, okay. Yeah, yeah. So now it's a couple of years out. So it's a couple of years out from the passing of my husband. And I'm, you know, grief is funny because you you think or and you hope that the process is linear, right? It's like it's like denial, anger, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you get to acceptance and then you're done. And then the grief process is over, right? That's what you hope. Mm -hmm. And that's what you think. Many people think that. I thought that. That is not how it works. Mm -hmm. Grief is cyclical. Mm -hmm. It flows. It ebbs. Mm -hmm. You could you could be at acceptance, let's say year two, and go back to anger in year five, mm -hmm. right? Like, and the 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 stages also aren't linear. You can you can go up and down and back and forth, yeah. and it's different for every person. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm a couple of years out at this point, and the the depression started to hit me again, right? And and I was struggling with that because I'm like, I thought I conquered this, right. right? Like I thought we were past that, and. You know, so, you know, God was just showing me some some different things in that season, but I realized I needed to sort of channel some of my energy and my healing work in a different way. Okay. I needed to, to do more, I needed to do more like tactile things, right? I needed to do something with my hands. I yeah. needed to, to be busy in that way. Not only just sort of fueling my mind, but being busy with my physical space yeah. as well. Yeah. And that's when I really began to, um, you know, look at exercising and working out in a different way. And I, so I started 
Um, I, I always loved candles and aromatherapy. And um, I was buying all these candles. <laughs> you know, I was just buying all these candles. Yeah. And I began to do research and I learned that many of them have a lot of toxins and carcinogens. And um, and I was also learning more about labels and ingredients of things yeah. because I'm now I'm like super conscious of things that cause cancer as well. Yeah. So I'm doing all this research and I'm like, you know, I'm really not comfortable with some of the ingredients that I'm finding in many of these products. So I was like, I wonder if I can start making them myself. So I just began playing around with some natural oils and scents and, you know, different things. And uh, I, I made a couple candles, different scents. I like them. Yeah. Um, they smell good to me. I started sharing them with friends and family. And <clears throat> so eventually, you know, folks had encouraged me. They're like, you know, you should put these on the market. Like these are really, um, really nice candles. They smell really good. They're natural, all natural, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, again, right. Background. I'm still like, well, I don't know. Cause that kind of puts me in the forefront. Uh. But I thought like God was like, step outside the boat, Jonah, step outside mm. the boat. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me step outside the boat. I launched the candles Black Friday, uh, no, Thanksgiving Day two years ago. I launched the candles Thanksgiving Day. They sold out by the end of Black Friday. Oh my God. And I was like, whoo, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but for me, the candle making was it still is very much a restorative therapeutic process, right? It's something that I can do sort of almost mindlessly, yeah. right? I can just sort of pour all my energy into it. But at the same time, my mind is still free to yeah. think and process and pray and sing and, you know, all the things that I do during my candle making process, because it really is a labor of love for me. Yeah. So that's that's how Delon Candle started. And I, I named Delon after my first husband um, because it was it was sort of my ode to him, right? It was like my own little love letter to yeah. him and the significance that he had and still has yeah. on um, my life and I know many others. So I feel like that was a long drawn out answer too. <laughs> <laughs> your original question yeah I love it sis I have written down several thoughts <laughs> and I think I want to go here um because I feel like you how do I want to say it I feel like you have this awareness um like going through the process like wait I what I'm pouring out now in this season of my life you know with the death of Torin it's not good, you know? Um, and I think it just reminded me just how maybe sometimes I'll talk about me and then everyone who's listening, you can, you know, take it for, you know, how you want to apply it, that I don't realize how much influence or power I have and how I show up. Mm. So, and this is real fresh for me, Jonah, because of what happened with between me and my daughter last night. <laughs> I was irritated. I was frustrated. And that all came out, 
you know, and then I watched her reaction and even how the rest of our evening went. <clears throat> so like how, I guess, how did you come to that awareness? Like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I have to change. There's a shift that needs to happen so that I can drink first for me and then be able to pour out the goodness, you know, the love, the patience, the, and not like it's going to be that every single time. Right. <laughs> but does that question make sense or, you know, it does. okay. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna stop talking so you can just <laughs> run with that how you feel like you're supposed to. No, I, it makes total sense. It, for me, it was, it was my daughter. <laughs> um, she, What's her name, by the way, hmm. her name. Her name means life. Yeah. yeah. Zoe, okay. it means life. Yeah. And <clears throat> so at that time, I, you know, so I'm, I had went, I had took a few weeks off of work when, when uh, my husband passed, but when I went back, I went back, you know, I kept raising my hand for things, for extra assignments, for travel assignments, for all these things. I would, I would pack Zoe. I would pack her with me and we would fly to Dallas and wherever that the company needed me to go. And I would, you know, find childcare while I was there. Like I was just doing all these things because I didn't want to sit still. Mm -hmm. I couldn't sit still. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm, I'm burning the midnight oil. I'm crying myself to sleep at night. I'm showing up at work and I'm smiling <clears throat> but I'm, I'm like devastated on the inside, right? I'm devastated. I'm crushed, but nobody's really seeing me like this except my daughter who's two at the yeah. time. Yeah. Right. And it's so interesting that kids pick up on so much, so much, so much, yeah. even when you think they're not, even when you think they're too young. So one night we were, I was trying to rock her to sleep and I'm crying, right? Like I'm just crying. Mm -hmm. And I'm rocking her to sleep. She's too. She puts her hand on my face. Mm -hmm. She puts her hand on my face and she's like, okay, mommy. Hmm. <laughs> and in that moment, I'm like, okay, the way that I'm showing up is obvious to my daughter yeah. and it's having an impact on my daughter at mm. this young age mm. and I couldn't tolerate that yeah I just I you know that for me was the the hit in the chest that I needed yeah because I was like okay I don't want mm. her to have to slay giants that I never slayed right mm. like I don't want her <laughs> to deal with the residual of my mess. Yeah. Cause I didn't process it or manage it or heal from it. Yeah. So that was the aha moment for me where I said, okay, something has to change. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know how, but something has to change. Yeah. And then you commenced to doing the work. One step at a time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And you and you said that you know when you were talking about um 
the young lady who asked you to come speak and you're like, listen, <laughs> I don't feel resilient right now. But let me just say as a sister friend who was watching from, you know, back, I'm like, yeah, Jonah is, I see her putting one foot in front of the other, doing what you can do, what you have the capability to do because God has given you. And that's all he, I feel like for somebody listening, that's all he would require of us. And I'm talking to myself because I want to, because I think I can, right? Do all the, oh, but God, because I can. And I think I do, I'm good at it. And I, and this is the result that I've seen before. And he's like, daughter, just like even decided, okay, God, you woke me up. Okay, I'm going to sit up in my bed. Yeah. I'm going to put my feet on the floor. And he's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's what I require of you and then let me do the rest <laughs> you know in seasons like that sometimes it's hour by hour minute by minute wow. you know I've I've coached a couple I've I've done some some grief coaching um okay <laughs> okay <laughs> um yeah yeah. Again, it was one of those things where I was like, God, uh, I don't, you know, I just, I just know what my process was, right? And, and how me and you walked this thing out, right? Um, but that, that was what I shared, you know. And I, I was always very upfront with people. I'm like, Hey, I'm not a, I'm not a certified counselor. I'm not a, a licensed mental health professional, right? I always gave that disclaimer, yeah. but I said, I'm, I'm happy to share with you what my experience was, right? So oftentimes in those conversations, you know, everybody everybody wants a quick fix. Everybody wants, I, I want to be healed. I want everything to be Living perfect. Yeah. We yeah. want a hack, we want a life hack for everything, right? Like we want a hack. And Ooh. what is hard for us to, to I think internalizes that there are no shortcuts when it comes to your healing yeah. and when it comes to your growth, there are no shortcuts. Mm -hmm. And if we stop focusing so much on the shortcut, we can get some of the things that God is trying to show us and mm -hmm. teach us. We're so consumed with the, I want to skip all that. I want to skip the messy stuff. Cause who wants to, I mean, nobody wants to yeah, deal with the mess. Yeah. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's it's just yeah. yeah. It's gross. It's yucky. Like no one wants to deal with yeah. that. I heard someone call it the messy middle. Like nobody the wants messy to middle. potentially jump in the mud. Like who who does that? Well, you have to. Yeah. You gotta go through. Right? We wanna go around, but guys are like, ah no, you gotta go through that joint. <laughs> Because yeah. there's the thing that you learn along the way that will help you yeah. when you get to your destination. Yeah. And and you know, nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. But it's the flat out truth. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it is it's the, certainly the truth. Yeah, the flat out truth. So um, you know, you there was a form that you filled out and 
you mentioned this word, this phrase, mental resilience. And that thing, I was like, oh, snap. And we've, and we've like talked about it. Like literally as we're having this conversation, I'm like, yeah, that's so because that word just stuck, that phrase, those two words just stuck out to me. Um, and this podcast is called Her Renewed Mind. <laughs> Shout out to Romans 12 and two, where it says, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, dot, dot, dot. You all go look up the rest. Um, like, what does that mean to you as you reflect back or as we have been doing this conversation in those very seasons of your life? Mental resilience. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Um, there were so many times, there's so many times where our mind plays tr tricks on us or tries to, yeah. right? So many times where, you know, whether you want to call it the enemy, that inner voice, so many times where it creeps in and fills your thoughts with self-doubt, yeah. with anxious thought, like so many things, right? That are that are not productive, that can actually be very harmful. So having mental resilience for me has meant those thoughts may not have necessarily disappeared for me right um and everybody's brain works differently and that's something that i've learned too right some people some people deal and struggle with different things and 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 not everybody's brain functions the exact same way so some people really do have to manage and deal with negative thoughts more than others yeah yep yeah and <laughs> it doesn't make you i used to think it made me a bad christian i used to I used to think that it made me like, I don't love God enough. I don't trust God enough. And, I, you know, through a lot of work, I've just had to learn like, no, God made me this way. Yeah. God made me this way. And that's, and I am okay. Right. It's just my struggle may be different from yeah. yours. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We all have a struggle. Yeah. But knowing at the end of the day that God's got me, Amen. that he's got me that he has a plan, that he's already given me everything that I need to succeed, right? So in, in the corporate space, a lot of times we call it growth mindset, right? Like having a growth mindset versus um, uh, uh, a non-growth mindset, right? Yeah. Like a mindset of lack or struggle or survival. <laughs> so for me, growth mindset is very similar to mental resistance, right? It's very similar to managing your thoughts very simple to having those self-regulation oh, practices and you know understanding when you're in those moments of overwhelm or anxiety right like what do you reach for Where, where's your toolkit like use your resources so things like that yeah. um, I have learned <clears throat> are very very useful and they don't make me a bad Christian right right you know, God gave me this mind and, you know, all the things that come with it. So I'm going to use it to the best of my ability, use all these extra tools, right, to to live the life that I feel like I'm supposed to live. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I have built things like um, 
uh, a toolkit, you know, like a, a mental health toolkit. I have built my, um, my, uh, count, I, I still have my count my blessings jar. Yes. I'm glad I still you have that. I'm glad you said that because, well, when this episode airs, you all were, it's, you're well into January, but we're recording this before. Um, and I'm like, I need to pull mine out because me and Kyla will go through it on December 31st. Yeah. Mm. Yep. The end of the year. I love, you know, and I, I'm glad you said that. Um, yeah. this is something that I can start. Zoe's of the age now. Yes, it's she, something she that... showing up right her Girl. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So my toolkit, you asked about the toolkit. Yeah. I put things in there that touch the senses. So, so because I, I think, you know, many times it's a very sensory thing when, when you're in those spaces of overwhelm, um, and it's something I learned from my therapist as well. When you're a lot of times in those spaces of anxiety or overwhelm, it is important to sort of activate the senses to sort of come back, like pull your frontal cortex back to, I don't want to say reality, but kind of pull it back to the front, right? To get out of whatever space that, that you're in. The capability to do that. Like, yeah. It's amazing. Go ahead. Yeah. So I have, um, I have something that I have a journal, right? So something that I can write and read um, where I just journal however I'm feeling in that moment. Mm -hmm. I have a, one of those like stress balls, right? So it's something that I can touch. Yeah. I write down my favorite playlists, songs that bring me joy because yeah. I don't want to have to try to remember them in that moment. Yeah. Right? I can just write it down and I can uh, refer to my playlist whenever I need it. Yeah. So for the hearing, right? I have gum, chewing gum in there. Keeps my mouth. Wait, do you have a, wait, this is random. Do you have a favorite gum? Yes, I do. Which do you mind to share? Five gum. Okay. Which gum. different flavors, right? I do. I think my favorite is a scent. I'm a gum connoisseur now. Okay. But okay, girl. I'm saying. Because I, I tend to chew a piece of gum. You don't down. chew it. <laughs> you hear me? So in, it has to have a certain consistency that right, will last. Because so <laughs> all gum is not created equal. I'm still all looking gum is for. Not created equal. And I don't want it to gum. crumble in my mouth. I don't want it to get hard. I have tested the gums. You hear me? Okay, so for me, five gum is my number one go-to. Y'all heard it here. Go. I'm like, I need to go. Go try some. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I have a couple photos that again bring me joy. Yes. Right. Um, and a candle. Yeah. For the scent, right? My favorite scent. I have a candle. So, so you know, if I'm in in one of those moments, right? I'll reach for my box, my toolkit, and I'll just kind of pull things out one by one as I feel like I need them. Right. Yeah. So, so now I have a plan, right? So now I have a plan, I have tools, I have resources that I can reach to yes. immediately. Yes. I don't have to think about it in those moments because I'm already heightened my, you know, all the things, the chemicals and stuff is firing. Like all the, all the things are going on in my yeah. head. Yeah. So I don't want to have to figure it out yeah. in that moment. That moment, yeah. Because I already have a plan. Love it. <laughs> I, have a plan. I love it. Um, so that's, that's what's in my toolkit. And that's what I, um, encourage other folks to do, right. When they're building their 
toolkit. I identify things that touch the five senses. Yeah. And um, and then also have have your your safe space as well. That's really important. Yeah, so um, your safe space. Have your one or two folks that you know you can call and reach out to, right? When you when you when you really need to. Yeah. That's good. Like when you really, really need to. Okay. Uh, it's important to have a, I, in my opinion, it's important to have a licensed therapist, um, a relationship with a licensed therapist, because they're someone who, um, they're they're professionals, right? They're you literally pay them yeah. <laughs> to to listen to whatever is going on with you, and to help provide solutions and tools in the moment. They're trained for that. Yeah. Your your safe space is just that. Yeah. They're your safe space, exactly. right? But I think it's important that we also don't uh, do too much emotional dumping on people. Yeah. Right. So, so again, that's where your therapist comes in handy. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're they're that's their profession, right? That's their job. But it's so important for everyone to feel like they have a safe space, a place where they can go, someone they can talk to, where they can truly and authentically be themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't have to wear a mask. They don't have to pretend. You know that is so important. And I've learned that not enough of us feel like we have that, Mm. that we have that safe space where we can stop pretending. We can really let it all hang out. The good, the bad, and the... Just just be you. Just be you. You know? So that's, I think that's also a point of, we need to focus more on... How can we be a safe space for somebody? How can we show up in a way that people feel like we're safe? Yeah. You know, you're not going to be everybody's safe space, nor should you. Yeah. But but you should show up in a way that somebody feels comfortable enough to say, sis, I'm hurting. Yeah. I'm struggling. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Mm. I just needed somebody to talk to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, because that 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 is very very important. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so so good. Okay. So I want to make a shift a little bit because at the very beginning I said your full name, and so mm-hmm. you are Tyler, honey. That's your last name, girl. <laughs> yeah. So you know, um. Like, how did you become open to, <laughs> it's, it's kind of cheesy, love again, or, you know, sorry, I didn't mean to make it, but I'm like, that's, that's just where my mind went, but just open to, okay, God, I think I'm ready, open, not sure what all this looks like, but hey, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> What's interesting about that for me is. I I didn't necessarily set out that way. I mean, I you know I knew I wanted companionship, but ultimately I had to learn to love myself. Yeah, fully and completely. Yeah, that's a whole word. <laughs> so 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 that was the focus, yeah. right? That was the focus on how do I love me for who who I am, and if there are some things that maybe I don't love as much having the courage to address those, yeah. right? Having the courage to work on those. Yeah. 
So I, you know, when I met my, when I met my current husband, I was deep in the trenches of like this self-love. Yeah. Um, I don't call it a revolution, but you know, like this, this whole self-love experience and, you know, God was really just opening my eyes to so many different things. And so my, my husband just kind of, God was just like, Hey, <laughs> like over the corner, like, Hey, hey. right. Like, Hey, <laughs> um, he actually, he reached out to me on LinkedIn Okay. Um, okay. Professional. And, right. Right. And he did it in a way that, you know, it was like, oh, we have similar interests. I see we both do this type of work, blah, blah, blah. You know, okay. how would you feel about connecting? So I, I didn't even think that there was anything more than that. Cause mm -hmm. that's, that's how focused I was on my goal. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's how focused I was on the work and the healing and the growth and evangelizing that and being advocate an advocate for that and really really I was just so focused on that so that's how he <laughs> that's how God had him approach me that's right um because if he would have if he would have came at me a different way I don't know that I would have received it yeah. right so um so yeah you know it was very much like professional I'm you know let's I'd like to hire you to speak, blah, 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 you know, all these things. So that's how we initially started communicating. And it was at the, like the beginning of the pandemic. So of course, nobody was trying to see people. Right. And, um, but the the more we talked and, and chatted, I was like, okay. Hmm. Wait a minute. <laughs> mm -hmm. is, is, he, is there more to this? You know, like interested in, in me. Um, so then the you know, conversations started to shift a little bit. They weren't so much you know, um work focused, right? It became more personal. We began to know each other a little bit more and you know, likes and dislikes and deep fears and thoughts and you know, we just started to have really deeper conversation about the the individual right about about each of us as a person um so and by that time i was like okay okay i, I see <laughs> i see what's going on here but i was i was emotionally invested right mm -hmm. now at this point and um and we yeah we just continue to get to know each other and because it was the pandemic and everything was shut down yeah. we had a lot of time to do that we had a lot of time yeah. to kind of just focus on one another and you know figure a lot of stuff out we were long distance we were long distance for uh almost three three years right we were long distance yeah. and so we we it was a slow burn it was a slow burn it was definitely a because uh, I was very cautious yeah yep yeah. Um, you know, I'm like, I've been through too much. I've done too much work. I'm not trying to deal with no foolishness yeah, now. Come on, at all. At all. Zero <laughs> tolerance. Right. <laughs> um that place. And, okay. know, but 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 God had to work with me on that too. Um, God had to work with me on that too. But yeah, so it's it's you know, it was definitely a he's a wonderful man and 
um, you know, a great father figure in, in you know, the, the many things, right? Because I, I definitely had a list. <laughs> um, I was dreaming with God on what I wanted and in all aspects of my life, personally, financially, relationally, professionally. Um, and, you know, just kind of had my list and all the things. And uh, that was something else that God was working with me on. It's like, okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> a good, it's a good list. Right, a, right. Um, but, you know, have you thought about some of these other things too? Um, so, yeah, so that, that's, you know, was an interesting conversation that God and I had. But as I started to get to know Quentin more and more, I was like, oh, he's crossing, wait a minute, crossing these, these things off on, on my list. And what was interesting was that I was speaking with a, a, a pastor slash mentor, and he was encouraging me to go deep, go deep with my vision, my goals, right? So it wasn't just a list. It was like, what is the vision that you have for your life? Yeah, that's so good. And like really, really visualize it. Everything from where do you see yourself living? Yeah. What does the type of house look like? What is the, what is the city? What is the environment? Where do you see your daughter going to school, right? It was go deep with your, with your vision, write it out, right? Make it plain, pray about it, talk to God about it. So, so I did that. I did that. And I did that maybe two or three years before I met Quinn. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I came across a lot of, um, I don't want to say frogs, <laughs> but I, I came across, you know, I sifted through. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely sifted through before, um, before he found me and, and I, and I'll say that he found me. Um, but you know, it's interesting because I was like, okay, God, you know, I'm good. Right. Like I don't, I don't yeah. need no, I don't need no drama. Right. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> we, we good here. We good. So it's been, um, it's been a really beautiful journey. It's completely different. Yeah. Completely different. From the experience that I had um, with Torn, you know, in its own mm -hmm. beautiful way. And mm -hmm. that there was also something about compare, like there's a, you want, you don't want to get into a comparison trap, right? Of, well, this is exactly what I had before. And that's what I want again. Yeah. Um, I had those moments with God and what he had to show me was that I, he gave me what I needed at that point in my life, mm -hmm. right? Like where I was at that point in my life, I'm not at that point anymore. Right. Yeah. You're a new creation. I'm, I'm a new creation. I'm, I've, I've, I've grown, right. I'm, I'm just different. Yeah. I'm different. Um, and life will do that, right? Life experiences, growth, time, <laughs> all those things. Yeah. We should all be growing, right? And evolving. Yeah. And what he knew I needed was different now mm -hmm. than what it was, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. So um, 
But that was also something that God had to work with me on because sometimes we can know beyond a shadow of a doubt. Like I know that this is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Right. And God is like, <laughs> yeah, no, baby. Right. 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 You think, you know, yeah. Based on what you knew. right on you preaching this just and if I think about my own evolution right because remember I was saying before that I was comfortable in the background I was I was you know I was comfortable playing small then right I'm not anymore yeah so the the environments the relationships the people will be different yes kind of different right so yeah, and I I don't I don't know that I was prepared. I wasn't prepared for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't. That that was. Yeah, that was. I don't want to say shocking, but it was a revelation. It was a revelation for me. Um, mm-hmm. because it's like you 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 come to know a certain thing, right? You have a a certain comfort level with a certain thing. Here we go with this comfort. Yeah. And God is like, I didn't call you to be comfortable. At all. <laughs> At all. At all. There's more in you. That is so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it's been it's been uncomfortable. It's been <laughs> it's you know, but it's it's still very beautiful. Yeah. And um, you know, you still see God showing up, you still see God's hand and presence. And, um, yeah, it's just a beautiful thing. <laughs> so good. Yay. Congrats, sis, on all the growth. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. 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 And, it's, you know, and then once you think you like, oh, good. I have grown. I've, I'm, I've grown four inches. I've, yeah. I'm a new creature. And yeah. God is like, we're not done yet. Not done. I was just about to burst out in song. He's not done with you yet. <laughs> right. It's like, at this now now season, we should just be like, okay, God, just a little peek around the corner. Like, I know you got something coming. <laughs> yeah. It's just how, you know, it's like, don't get too comfortable. Yeah. Ooh, don't. Ooh, don't. Yeah, because yeah. there's always more to the story there's always more that he wants to get out of us get through us yeah because you know, he's God and he's we can't even fathom how big he is mm-hmm. we really can't and once we start thinking we know yeah. better than God yeah yeah he said his ways your ways are not my ways his thoughts his thoughts are not our thoughts yeah he's definitely taking me through a new season yeah. right now and I'm just like oh lord okay here we go yeah buckle up buckle up yeah buckle, buckle up. up and get and and be ready for the ride and it's gonna and I love the language it's it's gonna be beautiful there's there's so many lessons to learn there's so many um I just I think about just and we start, we talked about just the influence and impact right because it's not just about Jonah it's not just about Candace right? But we have these precious 
sees, these daughters, right? But then also the other people that he has connected you with, whether you know them or not, like, right? There's always someone that's like, I needed to see her do that. Because mm -hmm. that was for me. Just like they called you and say, hey, sis, we need you to come and speak. Yeah. You know? So I, I, he always reminds me like, okay, that decision, <laughs> hey, that decision you're making, it, it does have ripple effect, mm. you know? And then sometimes he'll let you see, you're like, oh, because I said yes, then that helped my sister over here, brother over here. Mm -hmm. Say, okay, yeah, I can do this thing. Or I cannot yeah. say no, you know, I can, I can drink, I can drink first. Yeah. I can be still. So that I can get filled up and then be able to pour in the way that I was made, <laughs> created. Absolutely. Yeah. So good. This is so good, Jonah. Thank you. Thank you for this, the platform yeah. in the space. You're welcome. I love you so much. And please share, and I'll put all this info in the show notes, but it's good to say it out loud, um, how people can connect with you, what you're doing, drink first and pour. Also, uh, Deline Candles. Please share all the things. <laughs> you can find me at yeah. drink first and pour on Instagram, on uh, Facebook. And I, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. So on on threads, I am at Jonah Joiner. Um, and then I think on Twitter, I'm also in Jonah Jordan. I'm like never on Twitter though. Okay. I was, um, you know, what's funny. I was like threads and Twitter, Twitter is not the same thing. No, it's not. I, girl, I can't keep up and it's fine. <laughs> but yeah. It, well, yeah, they, okay. they have their own issues and, and challenges for sure. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you. And then what about candles, Delon candles? Oh, yes. Um, and you can find Delon candles at Delon candles on Instagram, also at DelonCandles.com. And it is D-E-L-O-N. Yes. What does Delon mean? So um, Delon means uh, faithful servant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was Torrin's middle that was that was his middle name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. God has a way. He's <laughs> he does. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Um, Yay! Well, thank you, sis, so much. I love you. I love you too. Talk soon. Hey there! I hope you were blessed by this week's episode of Her Renewed Mind. If you were. I'd love for you to leave a five-star rating and a written review in Apple Podcasts. This helps us get the show out to more women who desire a deeper connection with their Heavenly Father. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you so much for listening. I'll meet you right back here next Monday.